Zach Rowland. Hey. And on today's episode, Syl becomes convinced Miguel is sleeping with LaGuardia. Miguel has convinced the Skinner that Dexter knows where Freebo is. Chicky and Chicky Hines is MIA, and Dexter and Miguel's friendship comes to an end. What did you guys think about this episode overall? I liked this one. I thought it was one of the better ones of the season. Um, otherwise, the season's been pretty bland. I thought this was a pretty good episode. Yeah, this finally sees something moving forward, and it kind of happens all at once. But they do a pretty good job of it. Yeah, I think it's it's time that we started getting a little bit more tension uh, and some things happening. And this definitely is an episode where I feel like we are on our way to the end of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, now that Miguel has killed and Dexter has decided that Miguel has to go, um, or they're, you know, he's still kind of feeling him out, but it's like, you can see kind of where the, the end game is going to be. Uh, it starts with a double date with Dexter and Rita and Miguel and Syl. Miguel and Syl are gifting the fancy restaurant that they're staying at catering to Dexter's wedding. Dexter tries to talk Rita out of accepting the gift. Rita thinks it's because Miguel has been cheating. Dexter doesn't deny the affair, but he lets Rita go on asking questions. So, um, Dexter is is planting little bombs for Miguel to find. I thought that that was such a... Sorry, I just to say, I thought that was such a, such a uh, unique gift to give. Like, still, these people haven't been friends that long, even in the course of this season. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to cater your wedding with this, like, you know, Michelin star restaurant or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like a whole nother level of, like, dickery <laughs> to a certain yeah. degree. I'm going to give you a quarter million dollar catering budget. Well, it's yeah, exactly. Miguel hanging on to the friendship at any cost. I'll pay anything for you to stay my friend. <laughs> Well, and it also gives him power over Dexter. You know, if if he thinks he has Rita, then he has power over Dexter. Right. Yeah, no, and please jump in. Um, Me reading the bullet points is not anywhere near as fun a podcast as... I love that even though Chicky Hines doesn't come up in the episode, he still made it to the podcast. Oh, I put him in there just because I knew. <laughs> I knew we had to talk about him at some point. We uh, have to is he out? I think he's out. I'm pretty sure he's out. Uh, uh, well, we're going to bring him back in. <laughs> Bad think, things happen if we don't mention Chicky Hines. I think the show has forgotten about Chicky Hines, so we got to keep but him you up. You know who gotta, they haven't forgotten? Freebo. Freebo. <laughs> Jeez. We oh, we'll get there. Freebo. So Deb has been babysitting. Aster is asleep on the couch. Anton walks into the room from the back. Deb introduces him as Anton. Dexter says Anton the Skinner victim. Dexter, Always tactful. Yeah. Dexter asks Deb if this means that she has a plus one for the wedding. Rita and Deb both give him the side eye, and Deb calls him an asshole. Later, Deb wakes up with Anton and freaks out. His protective detail will suspect that they're sleeping together because they're sleeping together, which Deb can't do because she's on the case and he's a witness. And she's... Is she still trying to get her shield at this point? Like... Yeah, she's well on her way with Miami Metro. Oh, man. It's... Well on her way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's still alive, like... 
That's all it takes. It's mostly what it takes. Don't be dead. <laughs> don't be dead. Don't be arrested. Yeah. Work for Miami Metro. I, mean, I guess she could go undercover. She could go back to Vice and go to jail for a while for Vice, but <laughs> I don't know. Vice isn't really working out for people in this episode. No. Um, at a Miami Metro briefing, Dexter learns that there is a potential witness to Ellen Wolf's killing, and that the killer took a trophy. More Miguel amateur hour. Masuka is collecting money for Dexter's bachelor party, and he says, "If I have a, if I've gotten everyone to throw up while having an erection, I haven't done my job." Angel says, "Strippers, yes. Hookers, no. And none of that weird shit you're into." Why is Angel judging about hookers? Wasn't he just trying to pick one up? It's because he's dating Changed that man. hooker now. He's dating that vice <laughs> cop now. <laughs> the vice yeah, hooker. They're all very the vice floppy in, <laughs> and he doesn't in all of their dances on things. Like, like one episode, they're they're this side, and then then they're not. And uh, how embarrassing would it have been if he showed up to the bachelor party and there's his girlfriend? Yeah, <laughs> they hired a cop for their bachelor party. <laughs> it's think, Miami yeah, Metro. She's a cop stripper for right. the, yeah. That, that's no fun at I all. I think the real point that we're supposed to get from this is that don't let Masuka plan anything ever because there's always going to be weird shit involved <laughs> and that's you know like these are normal people but Masuka just happens to be the weirdo that gets to plan the, I don't know it's it's a bad move on Dexter's part well I don't think anybody I don't think asked Dexter him had feedback yeah, yeah he wasn't he wasn't brought into this plan I don't even know if he knows there's going to be one do they tell him at any point I don't recall him even being. They don't tell him about it, Um, and it's weird that Masuka's doing it and not Miguel. Like normally, the best man takes care of the bachelor party. So, okay, yeah, that's what I thought too. Because I was like, wait a second. Apparently, Dexter had to have made him the point guy on this, but no, he's self-appointed bachelor party dude. Yeah. In an earlier well, episode, jump on it, yeah. Yeah, an earlier episode, Jesus. he took a he, he took an offering in one of the in one of the meetings with Miami Metro about Dexter's bachelor party. So, <laughs> yeah, that just in this episode just happened. That's what I just read. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shit, I just blacked out. That's how memorable the season is. (laughs) The thing I just read, yes, that happened. happened. It's all running together. It's all running together. Um, That's because we just want it to be over. (laughs) Quinn has seen the protective detail report. He tells Deb that when the bosses see it, she's going to be in big trouble. Angel gets an urgent call and asks for Quinn to cover for him. Miguel finds Dexter playing a video game in Miguel's office. Dexter tells Miguel about the potential witness. His ultimatum is that Miguel is no longer his friend after the wedding, so Dexter keeps from helping the police find out that Miguel killed Ellen Wolf. Angel shows up at the hospital. It turns out that uh, Barbara Gianna has been injured. One of Gianna's colleagues asks if he's the homicide detective that, quote, sleeps like a motherfucker. Uh, I don't know what that's about, but... Oh, it snores. That makes so. a little more sense. <laughs> Man, I I don't know what I was typing that that night. It, see, <laughs> see, <laughs> blackouts all around. If Freebo or Chicky Hines aren't in the scene, then it do, it's not memorable. Be, to be fair, though, I'm sure Angel does sleep like a motherfucker. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a worn out boy. Um. 
Johnny tells Angel that a potential John followed her home. He didn't rape her, but he beat the shit out of her. She used her keys as a weapon. Angel turns them over and to her colleagues to see if they can get DNA off of them. He slips one key into his pocket and takes it to Dexter to check for blood and DNA. Did they not have a budget for any makeup or effects or anything? They're just like, yeah, we're just going to say she's beat up and wrap a piece of gauze around her head. I mean, there's I no that. swelling, no bruises, no markings, no dirt, nothing. It's like, you just come up, punch her in the back of the head and leave? It's like that actress only had two hours that day, so <laughs> they didn't have time for makeup. So lazy. Just She doesn't look injured at all. You'd think they'd no. at least put a couple bruises. No, she, she, lo- she looks like like an ambulance chasing lawyers injured client. <laughs> those bad commercials. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that even her, the way her head is wrapped, it's like they took a roll of paper towels and just <laughs> left it. Yes. Awful. She just needs a neck brace. Like, that's that's all they needed to, to show that she got hurt. Will her in like the guy from Office Space. <laughs> yeah. At least a neck brace would have been something. Yes. Uh, LaGuerta interviewing the possible witness is the bartender she was flirting with when Wolf and LaGuerta went to the bar. Uh, Quinn pulls LaGuerta aside. The possible witness has an alibi for most of the night. LaGuerta asks if he saw anything on the street. He describes Miguel's SUV. Miguel and Dexter are watching the interview on a monitor. Dexter says, I am a good friend to have. Rita and Syl go dress shopping. Syl is a little sad remembering how she was never as happy as when she got married. Rita is on the verge of telling her that the LaGuerta affair theory is a thing. And LaGuerta jumps on Dexter for not putting a case number on the key that Angel asked him to run. I just want to say I'm glad that's, that Syl's really getting some, uh, some good friend time in there. Because <laughs> it's important to have those people around when those big moments come up that you need to reveal something like a supposed theory of an affair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that, like, they they set the whole, uh, she has to tell Syl what's going on around her trying on a wedding dress. It's just, like, so over the top. Well, the other way they were going to do it was that they were going to be eating food, I guess, but then, (laughs) like, no, we've had too many food scenes, so I guess we'll we'll make this wedding a thing, and then we'll, (laughs) we'll drop a bomb on her. Poor Syl. They already paid for all that catering in the uh, in the other scene. Yeah, with the Michelin star place. <laughs> uh, Masuka curses loudly. The erotic clowns have canceled their appearance at the bachelor party. Quinn gives Masuka a card for Platinum Enterprises, a full service bachelor party management service, which of course Quinn has a card from them in his pocket, just in case. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, did he think that this was going to come in handy one day? Did people not understand the internets ten years ago? <laughs> I don't think so. It's Miami Metro. Like, first of all, that I, you would go online to make sure they're still in business. <laughs> and second of all, you would just go online to find that kind of stuff. You don't, you don't need business cards in 2008, but okay. My Anton shows up looking for Deb. She's out of the office. Quinn apologizes to Anton for almost getting him killed. Deb said it was a clerical error, not Quinn being irresponsible. Anton punches Quinn and is pulled away just as Deb shows up. Deb and Anton have an argument about how Deb has treated him and her futile attempts to keep her relationship a secret from the case. 
feel like it's always something with Deb. You know, like she she tries to pull one move and then it backfires on her in one way and then another way. Also, she just gets too tied up with people who are involved with criminals. I mean, I don't. She's like a walking target. <laughs> every time, every time she does something, um, it backfires and goes become, wrong. Yeah. It, it, at least she's not dating the the the. The killer, Car, the Carver, the or Skinner, whatever. the Skinner. Yes, yeah. yet, yet, yeah. I mean, she's like a step away from it, though. I feel like at this point, <laughs> she's right I mean, there, man. She's waiting. She's waiting. Hot dog stand. Yeah, the hot dog stand is like a trap for all the worst people. <laughs> um. Yeah. Deb and Anton have an argument. We said that already. Miguel and Laguerta are having wine. Laguerta has already had enough, but Miguel encourages her to drink more. Miguel lays on the sympathy thick and ends up snogging LaGuerta. A knock at the door stops them. Miguel apologizes to Maria. Turns out it's Dexter at the door to make an apology as a way of showing Miguel that he knows what's going on. And Dexter goes home. This scene... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, this scene, I was like, man, me too. Like, you gotta... <laughs> this is, it was crazy. Like, a whole... Like to, and to, by today's standards, people see scenes like this and they would just be like, "Oh shit, that's that's disgusting." I mean, it is disgusting, but like, he would be outed so fast. Miguel would be, you'd be blasted all over the Miami Twitter page. <laughs> and Miami Twitter shoot <laughs> article. We already we already said the internet's not working down there. <laughs> Do you think Miami Metro even has social media? No, they are they, they aren't there. They've got Zanga. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, Miguel Prado got me tooed, and, and it was Dexter who me tooed him. And they, they they talked about it on MySpace. They should, yeah, yes. MySpace is a little too current with that, with Tom. <laughs> they told Tom about it. <laughs> Tom knows. Now, th- this scene would have been perfect with baby. I'm cold out. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> like it would have been perfect. Uh, Dexter gets home. Rita has told Syl about Miguel and LaGuerta. Because, of course. Yeah, because that's what she was going to do at the dress shop. Uh, Syl shows up outside LaGuerta's in time to see them walk out together, which seems like they must have spent like another two hours just sitting there after Dexter left for that to work out, but okay. Uh, Syl says that she thinks that Miguel was at LaGuerta's the night Wolf was killed. LaGuerta starts thinking about it, and you can see that she's starting to figure it out. Miguel leaves, almost blinding LaGuerta with his halogens, which were part of the description from the witness of the killer of Ellen Wolf. <laughs> the logistics in this season are, are not great. Like, people... How long was he there? Like, I, I guess Blockbuster and Chill? You know, that would have been about that time. <laughs> Blockbuster and Chill. Nobody knows how to tell time that's attached to this show. No, I think the whole time it was just Miguel going, Hey, listen, I should probably leave, but nah, I don't know if I should go. <laughs> you know, like, I could stay here and we could snog a little bit more, but I, I should probably go. I mean... <laughs> he could fill about two hours. I don't want to leave like this. I don't want to do this to you, but I also don't want to put you out. I don't want to make you make he you unhappy. He did that chin thing. No, I'm going to go. <laughs> Uh, another glass of wine, or no, I'm probably not. Oh, Miguel. Uh, Miguel shows up at Dexter's donut shop to ask Dexter to sit with him while he waits. Miguel says sending Syl to LaGuerta's house was a bitch move. Uh, 
And I agree, but it was it was Rita move, not a not a Dexter move. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, that's still Dexter's fault. <laughs> Miguel blame Dexter. Miguel has the report that shows Deb is sleeping with the CI. Miguel's housekeeper then lets Dexter into Miguel's study because sure. Um, he starts searching for trophies. He finds Wolf's ring in Miguel's humidor. He swaps it for a dry cleaning ticket. Uh, the party planner shows up to start making decisions with Masuka. Angel shows up looking for the file on the key at Dexter's lab. Sil tells Miguel to take everything he's going to need. She doesn't want him coming back. He finds the dry cleaning ticket. At the dry cleaner, he picks up the shirt that he gave to Dexter that supposedly had Freebo's blood on it. Freebo! Freebo! Angel tracks down the guy that beat up Gianna. He walks toward him with a baton. Like... What Batista is this? Is this a stab Tista? No, there's no stabbing. It's more of like this is Mad Tista. Yeah, <laughs> Mad, Mad Tista. Tista. There we go. Mad Tista. I was gonna go. I was gonna go Blunt Tista, but I think Mad Tista. Bat Tista. <laughs> there we go. We're going with that one. Hashtag Bat Tista. Bat Tista. Jesus Christ. Get this it's trending. His, it's his superhero name. <laughs> Hashtag Bat Tista. <laughs> By day, I am a, I fight crime with Miami Metro, but by night, I am Batista. Uh, he, Does he really fight crime in either role, though? No. Really? He's no. not the hero no. we need right now, but it's the one we get. I mean, that's what it it's is. It's the one Miami Metro deserves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, d- uh, whenever you said um, Dexter's Lab, I just really want like a crossover of the cartoon of Dexter's <laughs> Lab with Dexter. Yeah, just because I'd love to see like Batista come in and like start yelling at Dexter, and then Dexter like the the German kid be like, "No!" and he's like, "Get out of my lab!" <laughs> and this is my this is my dream. Yeah. Well, Deborah should her real name should turn out to be Dee Dee. Like it should all just be like exactly one big, yeah one big connection. Deb is short for Dee Dee. Yeah. That would blow my mind. Yeah. Um. Deb and Dexter have a conversation about her relationship with Anton. She says it's over. That the relationship felt really good while it lasted. Miguel beckons Dexter to meet him on the roof of Miami Metro. Miguel threatens to start planting seeds with Rita about what Dexter does with his free time. Dexter counters that the ring with Miguel's fingerprints might show up. Miguel says, you do not want to fuck with me, Dexter, because I will fuck you back in ways you never even imagined. This was straight out of training day. When that guy's like, hey man, you ever had your shit pushed in? <laughs> That's what Miguel just did to Dexter. I'm not... I'm, Actually, didn't this come out like a year or two after training day? So they maybe lifted it directly from it. Because I thought that came out in like, 2008 or something? Probably. Like, I get the th- I get the threat and the, the, the like, <laughs> thinking behind saying something like that. But the, I will fuck you back threat... Is such a lame, stupid-sounding thing. Well, and how do you not giggle when you hear that? I mean, unless you're more mature than a 12-year-old boy, you're going to giggle. I, I giggled my ass off. <laughs> that, whole, that whole scene, man, when he's up there, he's like, I do what I want to whomever I want, yeah. whenever I want. Count on it! Count on it. I was waiting for him to just like throw pal or buddy on the end there, you know? Because yeah. why not? <laughs> They're gonna have a penis sword fight now. Like he's gonna fuck him back. I don't the get it. The script was well, really bad, but I thought that Smith was really good in that scene. You know, I'm. 
iffy on Smits a lot of the time during the season, but I thought, okay, that's some pretty sm strong Smits performing right there, especially with the terrible lines he was given. We're in deep Smits right now. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, all... I feel like all that uh, Dexter had to say back is, uh, have you met Lila? Because <laughs> she's the one that fucked me in ways I could never imagine. <laughs> Ask Angel about her sometime. Oh, She yeah. fucked him in ways that you yeah. couldn't imagine. <laughs> she fucked him back. <laughs> uh, Dexter says there's no reasoning with Miguel. Miguel says he'll do whatever he wants. There's a brief long-range shot as though someone is watching their conversation. Dexter keeps his cool and walks away. Miguel has just become a justifiable kill. And Angel has brought Gianna's attacker in for questioning. Deb considers calling Anton but doesn't. Miguel gets a phone call and says, Did you get a good look at him? The man on the other end is King, the Skinner. Miguel helped him get loose and tells King that Dexter is the only one who knows where Freebo is. And Dexter is... Freebo! Freebo! we needed Freebo again. <laughs> and uh, the episode ends with Dexter being kidnapped trying to get into his car. So... I gotta say, when that when that last moment happened, when the, the kidnapping into the car, I was like, yeah, this is this is a pickle. This is almost like watching the whole situ the situation unfold from the second season with uh, um, Dokes. Yeah, and being like, "How's he going to get out of this one?" Yeah, and then and I, then and that's it. I'll, I'll save it for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I think they set it up to make it it seem like it's Ramon or somebody that, that got him. Um, but yeah, well, the the end of that cliffhanger, uh, like many Dexter cliffhangers, is very brief in the next episode. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Uh, so this episode was directed by John Dahl uh, he directed 16 episodes of Dexter between seasons 3 and 8 this was his second episode after The Lion Sleeps Tonight um, he was also a prolific TV director after Dexter on shows like Justified, The Affair and Ray Donovan uh, the writer was Tim Schlattman previously wrote uh, one episode and appeared uncredited in some Smallville uh, on Dexter, he wrote two episodes for all eight seasons except for his one episode for season five. His season two, episode five, The Dark Defender, was nominated for a Writers Guild of America for episodic drama. Uh, this is his second episode of season three after terminating Bimini's, and he went on to be the executive producer for the uh, last season of uh, Under the Dome. All right, uh, best line of the episode. I really liked the line in the dress shop where she said that uh, Rita was like a Disney princess and Rita said, except for the whole Disney virgin thing. I like that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine is, uh, you sh uh, yeah, when Still says you should be able to see his, through his bullshit being a detective and all, uh, talking to LaGuerta about Miguel. Oh, yeah. I I went with uh, when Dex says, oh, Anton, the Skinner victim, just because I love anything where he's super awkward and inappropriate. Uh-huh. Like, that's perfectly normal to address him as this attempted murder victim. Oh, Anton, the Skinner victim. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love awkward Dexter. How about the worst line of the episode? I went with Miguel saying, count on it, 
at the end. I just like <laughs> every time I hear that, I'm like, this is a cartoon. It's terrible. It doesn't bother me nearly as much as I'm gonna fuck you back. <laughs> fuck you back should have been the best line for you. In ways you can't even imagine. <laughs> In ways you Actually, can't even imagine. I went with, yeah, I went with Masuka on this one with the whole. Uh, if my show doesn't make you uh, people vomit and have an erection at the same time, I'm not doing my job. I mean, I don't need either of those things happening at the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> I went with the Masuka non-specific line where he's listing all the names of the strippers. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember oh, yeah. the specific names. I don't want to remember the specific names. They were terrible. Yeah, that was not the erotic clown statement. The erotic. Uh, the, I actually blacked out and didn't even remember him mentioning the erotic clown. <laughs> so apparently, you two aren't the only ones who blacked out. I did as well. Well, that's that's why Quinn got involved because he was commiserating about. The erotic clowns canceling at the last minute, and then Quinn hooked him up with the Platinum Enterprises. I blacked out between that and him getting the card at some point. I saw him get the card. Don't remember the erotic clowns, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I can I can see it. Like Masuka comes on screen, and Brooke's eyes just glaze over. <laughs> I just know I'm gonna hate this. Yeah, pretty much. She goes to her happy place. Yeah, I just block it all out. Uh, performance of the episode uh, slash non-Michael C. Hall performance of the episode I went with Smits um, for him to uh, to do as, as well as he did with the terrible scripting uh, in that final scene he really he sold a, a really bad bad uh, run of lines I agree. I gave it to Smiths. Even though the lines were laughable, he brought the energy. I really enjoyed it. I uh, I went with LaGuerta on this one uh, just because mm. I thought she was up to no good uh, for the most part. But then, like, when she finally figured it out, I was like, you know, she didn't really have a whole lot to do, but she was good. Yeah, the wheels finally start turning in there. It's like, oh, yeah, she's a detective. <laughs> A, a lieutenant detective. See, that's why Seal exactly. is so important. She came in, reminded LaGuerta that she's a detective. <laughs> oh my goodness. Guys, we've got two more episodes of season three. <laughs> um, so close. So close to being over. Thank you for, uh, for helping me through this episode.